0: so much for joining me for another episode of Coffee with Yvonne, a show for creatives and entrepreneurs. I am recording this podcast right now on Thursday night. My bad, it's a little late, but you know, life be life and sometimes because honestly, I'm prepared to go out of the country uh, in the next couple of days, so life has been a bit hectic. I haven't packed yet, which is very unlike me, but it's like me right now. I have pre-packed, to give myself some credit. So things are in places. Are they in a suitcase? Not so much. But that being said, we have another great episode for you today and with another special guest joining me for coffee. So grab your coffee and let's chat. Before we get into this week's episode, we have to talk about our industry news segment called What's the Brew? In our first story, Shirley Ralph, yes, that's Shirley Ralph, Abbott Elementary star and Moesha's mama is finally getting her flowers. Reported by the LA Times, Rob will strut her stuff for Rihanna's highly anticipated Savage X Fenty Volume 4 show. She's cast along with Taraji P. Henson, DMV native by the way, Marseille Martin, and Winston Duke from Black Panther. You know, mm M'Baku, the fine one, yes. Anyway, she is... Getting all kinds of notoriety recently and she deserves every bit of it I know she's been in the game for a long time, but Abbott Elementary has seemed to be the surgeons her career really needed to get um, a broader audience to pay attention and I'm very happy that she's going to be featured in this runway show if you have not seen her now viral video of her strutting her stuff in a bikini we know that she's gonna give what needs to be given when it's time for her to walk the runway. The Savage X Fenty Volume 4 Fashion Show will stream live on Prime Video on November 9th. In our next story, Black Panther rolls out brand partnerships and a new soundtrack. This was reported by Marketing Dive. The new Black Panther launching in theaters November 11th is already building a buzz and partnerships with major brands mastercard lexus sprite and target just to name a few are launching major partnerships aimed at spotlighting minority-owned businesses content creators and more leveraging the million dollar box office impact to drive business massacard one of their sponsors supporting the film was an extension of their 500 million hundred million-dollar pledge to help close the racial gap in the wealth and economic standpoint for the u.s supporting Black-owned businesses through its Strivers Initiative program, and along with partnerships with HBCUs and youth groups around the country, as well as Massacar sustained efforts to build a more inclusive digital economy by providing the digital tools to help small businesses get online and thrive. Even though the movie hasn't gone uh, in theaters yet, it again has been building major buzz. You see all kinds of rollout everywhere and everyone trying to get on the bandwagon, for the Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie. This is a different take, to be honest with you, than when the movie came out the first time and people were unsure how well the movie would perform. Let's just say there's only one movie in the Marvel Universe that has the amount of awards that it has, and it's not the Avengers. Okay, in our next story, rapper Jada Kiss launches Coffee Brand. This was reported by Afrotech. This is almost 40 years in the making, and Jadakiss, Kiss, along with his father, Bob Phillips, and son, Jaywan Phillips, have offic- officially launched Kiss Cafe, their new coffee line. Jada Kiss joins a number of rappers turned entrepreneurs and investors building their business funded by their talent. His father got his start in the coffee industry back in 1977. Then, in 1998, his father became the president and CEO of Katura Corp., a boutique importing and trading firm that specializes in international green coffees, per the press release. The Phillips have since kept things in the family, as Jay has been involved in Katura Corp. since 2018. When asked about this new venture, Jadakiss says this coffee is for all coffee lovers, no specific age, background, or knowledge. Coffee is universal and a personal thing. Everyone enjoys it differently. And we're here to help them do that. You can learn more about their business by visiting Kiss Cafe Coffee on Instagram. Joining me for coffee this week is Rafi. He is one half of the very popular podcast here in the DMV called Wait, Don't Do It. And I learned about Rafi and his podcast when I was on Instagram and I saw a repost of his video on Washingtonian problems and if you're not familiar with Washingtonian problems it's like the shade room of the DMV but think more like uh, things about politics in a funny way and like tongue-in-cheek things about transplants or things that are very DMV centric anyway I saw one of his videos on their account and I just had to follow them and I love watching his content it's very funny I had a chance to meet him in real life at Danny's recent event that she held in DC for a hotel opening here in the area. And he was just as sweet in real life as he is on their content channels. So that being said, please enjoy this interview and very fun conversation with Rafi. I, love it. I am so excited to have you. I like, cannot believe that one quick meeting at Danny's party turned into you being a guest on my show. And honestly, Rafi, I squeezed you into my podcast schedule. Oh,
1: because no, you you. I love first of all. I I, mean, I took notes when the what you have sent me. I was like, okay, this is how, this is how it needs to be done. You sent the time <laughs> slots. You sent me where to be, uh, and now I know that you sent flexible to like the, the somewhere the two hour range. So I'm like, okay, I I always am like the dot to the dot person, no. but I love the idea of just like having a little breathing room and like kind of catching up before as friends because I'm one person. I just get right into it. Um, exactly. And you knew what's, what's your what's your sign.
0: I'm a cancer.
1: Oh, I love that. We talked about that actually at, at the party. Yeah, I'm a Leo. July, <laughs> July or June?
0: July.
1: Okay, good. My ex was June. Oh. Those, wow. are,
0: those are two different cancers. Those are two different yeah.
1: cancers. Those are fresh off the Gemini boat. So. Yes, we, we, don't yeah. <laughs> we don't know her. We don't know
0: her. Okay. I always say July cancers. We're, we're, we're sensitive, but we're not soft. We're, we're sweet and fun, but we will turn up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, because because it, I love the meme that I saw that was like, "Cancer's always like, no, but why did you hurt my feelings?
0: <laughs> Rafi, I am so happy to have you joining me today for coffee. I don't have my official coffee mug because it's in the afternoon. So, I might fall like wake myself up too much where I can't go to sleep. But anyway, we're gonna pretend. I wanted to make sure that you know I am excited to have you on my show today. I follow your podcast. I love your social media content. You're so real and authentic. So we're gonna have a really great chat, and I've even Rafi, just for you switched up the questions at the end just for okay. you.
1: I love it. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. I, I read through some of the questions. So i'm I'm ready.
0: Alright, so first and foremost, let's read your receipts. Because you have a bio. Rafi's bio includes that the fact that Rafi is always going to be the straw that stirs and finishes the drink. He is the host of DC's messiest podcast. Wait, don't do it. Rafi and his partner in crime, New New Paris, tell the nation's capital what not to do in DC nightlife. Getting party party personality from his dad and his boldness from his mama. Hey mama, how you doing? Rafi's goal is to provide the world with opportunities to love, laugh, and live like he's always been doing by his family. And with that being said, welcome to Coffee with Yvonne. Rafi! Burr, 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 burr. Oh my
1: God, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Yvonne. <laughs> oh
0: and quick backstory for the listeners. So, Danny, who is a guest on my show this week, her episode just dropped. I've known Danny for years. I went to her event to support her at the, uh, what hotel opening was that, Rafi? It Citizen
1: was beautiful. M, Citizen M. Citizen M, yes,
0: yeah. yes, gorgeous. And I saw Rafi there and I was like, oh my God, that's Rafi from the Soche. I should say hi. And I went and said hi and the rest is history.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did, I'm glad you did. Uh- it's uh because it, that was such a that, first of all that night was a wild night because i was also hosting the podcast for them um and you know as a podcast host i, some, I know you're asking me the questions but sometimes i like to ask the questions as no, well um but i always love to know like do you like i know this i, I mean we were just talking before before you even press record and I, I feel the same like but do you feel like sometimes you have to like turn into the interviewer and you have to pull away from Yvonne? or is Yvonne as the interviewer because sometimes i as the interviewer I want to like keep the conversation going. And so I, you know, I don't want to ask too many questions. I want to let the person just like have the conversation.
0: Exactly. Uh, so
1: how do you go approach these interviews?
0: You know, I try to bring as much as my personality out as possible. Honestly, Rafi, like I had to learn how to put myself on mute because I react when people are talking. <laughs> so you might hear me in like lessons go, mm, oh, okay. Oh like, wait a minute. They don't need my commentary. Put yourself on mute so they can hear the guest.
1: 100 <laughs> especially in the virtual scope especially in the virtual scope because you have to like because sometimes if you're talking at the same time it'll be like, eh, oh, like robot sounds <laughs> 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 and so, to, so I was wondering I how that. like I wonder how you like I wonder how you like approach that but yeah I'm su- super happy to be here it was a delight meeting you so yes
0: Well, Rafi, let's get right into it. So your podcast, Wait, Don't Do It, explores the hottest topics in news from pop culture to everyday topics. I know everyone has their inspo about why they create their platforms, but what was yours in new news?
1: Um, The reason why we started Wait, Don't Do It, I think, was at the time I was working at uh, the gay gym here in D.C. And, you know, when I moved here in 2016 from uh, after college, I was in the scope of I just want to find my community here and I and I was always fed the the story that DC is the gayest city in this in this side of the country and I'm originally from New York and I didn't why wanted to you go back to New York I, uh, are you from New York by the way did we talk about that sir?
0: I'm not from New York, but
1: New York is like my second home. New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, New York pipeline. I feel like those, that's just like its own little state, honestly. The triad. So I didn't, I wanted to like, after college, going to school in North Carolina, I was like, I, I can't, I don't see myself staying here because of the queer limitations and also racial limitations. I, at the time, I didn't realize, but now- being back, you know, in a space that's more diverse, when I was in North Carolina, I was around people that were not like me at all. They were mostly white. And certain things in North Carolina operate much different than they do in DC alone. Um, And we can get into a whole episode about those kinds of things. But I will say, uh, being here, I I was fully going to feel my main character energy. I was going to feel... Like this was going to be like a move that I needed to make to like continue my parents' legacy because they're Salvadoran immigrants. Uh, they, I mean, they went to New York right after um, the civil war in El Salvador. They finally own a house in North Carolina. And so they're living the dream. And I, that, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the bar for me now. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I moved up here, got a job at the gay gym. I thought that was going to make a, have a community here. I was like, oh my God, I finally made it. And then I realized there was other limitations like the fact that I didn't grow up with abs that, I mean, I used to be 300 pounds at the time. It didn't matter what I was eating. There was never, there was never going to be the abs that I thought that I would need to be seen and all those kinds of moments and having those. And also coming up here and realizing now that you bring your trauma with you. So you bring those big boy feelings and you bring that energy up and you, also but carry it i will i will say that didn't obviously limit limit me but i will say it just de- definitely like hits hit you take you take the blow harder does that make sense When well, you don't leave the unpackaged stuff behind when you get let down uh you really take it personally and it's not even that personal you know what I'm saying? it's just how the world works and it's not even that serious um and i'm glad that it didn't work out there because obviously it pushed me to make this podcast Um, and I finally got to have a voice and start speaking to five to 10 people, our first four seasons, (laughs) but then finally, you know, the, with social media and all that kind of stuff, we utilized it to grow a platform. And now we kind of give a voice to people that don't always have the room to speak up like drag performers or other, other people in the, in the community that, you know, they have these thoughts, but they can't say it because of fear of losing their platforms or stuff like that.
0: You know, it's interesting. I find that a lot of people, including you, start podcasts when they feel like their voice is being suppressed or they feel like they're part of communities that are more marginalized, right? Because it tends to be a lot more people of color, people who are part of other communities that need to have these platforms to feel heard because they're not heard in their day-to-day life. Like for me, for example, I am a creative through and through. I work in marketing for my full-time job i've done marketing for 10 years however similar to you i went to a pwi um i grew up here in this area but in my field is not very diverse so i don't see myself every single day so me having my own platform and now an extension to my platform a podcast gives me a chance to show up authentically every single time
1: yeah because you you know you're always told you have to play the game in the real world you have to play the game And I play to the audience. I don't play games. Um, I really always, like, I'm a performer. I always like to think of myself as a performer. And I don't think about, (laughs) I always say, like, when you really think you're the main character, you really think you're the main character. So you're not thinking about, like, how a plan to, like, make this person feel isolated. You're not thinking of a way to make this person feel like they need you in their lives. You know what I'm saying? You don't think about those kinds of things fitness, marketing, consulting, I've seen it in DC, there are people that win, there are people that lose, and that, and you should just be happy you're here, you should just be happy you're here, and so I think that is what pushed me, but again, I, it's a, it's a give or take, I feel like you would agree, it's like, it's a double-edged sword, being like the person that was on the ounce for so long in high school, uh, college was pretty lit, but then, going back into it. And uh, when I was working at the gay gym, it really just, it makes, it really makes you see the world as a movie. So it makes you feel like you're self-aware and you know how people operate. And then you get to just like see the energies that you want to ex- accept for your life. And then it, again, if I would have been comfortable in Vita, would I have a podcast? Maybe not. Uh, and would I be part of a community that is ultimately toxic? Maybe so like you know what i'm saying like i think certain things are benefits but it's definitely a double-edged sword
0: for a lot of us that are creatives we we weren't raised to think that this is something we can do as a career and day-to-day we were raised to think that more traditional career is what we should be gearing our goals toward i originally rafi was supposed to be pre-med as a doctor i saw blood for the first right. time in college i was out <laughs> i said no ma'am <laughs> She will not be doing this. And when I called my. You made mom, the whole
1: commitment. You made the whole commitment too.
0: I got my scholarship under pre-med. All of it was pre-med. I, I think the fault was, I blame it on ER, the original series. That that was their fault, because they didn't have to have them black doctors to inspire me. That was their fault. <laughs> now, it was ER. a <laughs> like a <laughs> ER set me up because I was like I'm gonna go to Hillman I'm gonna meet Dwayne Wayne and then I'm gonna be adopted no man that did not happen so that being said creativity was my route for me and I haven't looked back ever since but I appreciate you sharing with me that a lot of times when you're not made to fit in you're born to stand out and you're just naturally born to stand out
1: yeah 100% it's I uh my friend said it said something along the lines of love I said that's on the podcast too. They said some people have hopes and dreams and people have ways and means and you have to have ways and means. You really have to like make your own route. And when you make your own route, there's, there's, you have actual power to gain honestly, because then you actually have an influence and you actually have like influence on, on making the world a better place. (laughs) So I think it's always like having the idealism about yourself and then always coming back to reality and realizing that we all can be again like i said when i going back to what i was talking about the trauma that you experience as a young person you can't always come to the world like that and they have to realize like where like the things that make you great can also make you a very overly passionate person sometimes does that make sense so it's all like yes. it's, it's all a self-awareness and balances kind of thing too
0: yeah. And you know, I, I appreciate that you share that because like you and I are just regular everyday people who decide to hop on a mic and take a risk and share our opinions to at first two people, but now hundreds and hundreds of people who listen. But there are celebs like Meghan Markle, Lindsay Lohan and countless others who are now going into the podcast space because maybe their manager told them. But yeah. What do you think about like celebrities who are now doing that? Do you think their participation? takes away from others like you and I who are actively doing the work to build audiences and create good content?
1: Um, I, so I've been working a lot in nightlife, I, 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 like just in general nightlife. And I see, it, I see how it can be very scarcity driven and how when people think that new people come through, it might feel like it, it's taking opportunities or like makes it more competitive. To me, yes, I think that not everyone needs a podcast. Not to, uh, let's be clear, I want to say this before I continue the census. Not everyone deserves or needs a podcast. Not everyone has it, period. (laughs) First
0: of all, let's clarify. A cousin who has an opinion on things, auntie who thinks that she's funny does not need a podcast. Everyone does not need a podcast, okay? They don't need a Facebook page half the time. They need to be banned from social media. They don't need a mic, but go ahead, Rafi. So,
1: I, that Again, I, I cannot that part. And then let's add the part where like, do I really sit up at night and think about what Lindsay Lohan and Megan Markle and all these people are thinking about? No. So what I love to see people, because again, these people are being approached by uh, podcast companies and being like, hey, whoa, what, do you want a podcast? We have this budget. Hello, here you go. I think they should be giving those, they should be very much shopping for small creatives like you and I, uh, because that's where the authenticity comes. But I think crossing, and that's something else I was thinking about is crossing that line, crossing that threshold of having a machine behind you. There also comes like other, other limitations. And so you, I always think about like the broader scope and so like i would love iheartradio to pick up the phone right now and be like hey we need we have a spot fill it up but at the same time if it wasn't the right opportunity give it to lindsay lohan (laughs) you know what i'm saying
0: yeah and that's true like you need to like it's not just about having a show it's about having the right platform it's about having the right voice it's about having the right content like for example when michelle obama former first lady let's put some spec on her name yes. former first lady michelle obama dropped her podcast i listened every week i said i love her like <laughs> I, I i'm here but when megan Markle dropped hers i said oh okay it's cute wait
1: it's like spotify will reach out to them and be like hey we have an hour to fill megan Markle, you're hot right now let's let's get you on the let's get you on and sign this contract I think that's yeah. I think that is not where I that's where that's not that's not the platform I would listen to either. Uh, but clearly it fills some people's days and that's and ultimately I think that's where I just I would hope that like the more people listen to podcasts in general, like, you know, what I'm saying this one person that would never listen to the podcast and i listen to megan markle i hope that person is a friend of mine that finally be like, oh yeah Rafi has a podcast I and mean, this is the raffi's podcast <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's yeah, how like i kind like, yeah, of like yeah yeah <laughs> yes there we go that i'm still i still want to leave the conversation with that support the people that are actually doing the work and like actually just like putting themselves out there with no protection actually
0: exactly and you know what despite the growing number that we talked about before there's still a small number of shows that represent various communities like you and i like minorities lgbtqia plus communities you know even um honestly transgender communities need to have a bigger microphone on the podcast spectrum as there's not a lot of understanding behind um empathy behind these communities to be honest with you and it, it does frustrate me but that's another conversation for another day but do you think that your show, Wait Don't Do It, is helping to bring positive awareness around communities outside of the heteronormative spectrum.
1: Um, I I definitely would say that we definitely push that in heteronormative boundary of of like when you listen to us. Some people say some people have been so because tra- people, people transparent. They're like, I love your podcast, but I can never listen to you in the morning. You're too much. And, and you know what? At the end of the day. I'm going to receive that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I might be too much for myself sometimes in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like take the world like that personally. Um, and so, but that's always something I think about is like where my branding is in the world. And you know what I'm saying? Where I fall um, in the podcast scope. Clearly that person listens to the podcast probably more for as a get ready with me, like when they're getting ready for makeup or stuff like that, because they they're, were a drag performer. And so I was like, cool. I mean, and so that tells me that we bring like a person that we bring we bring a feeling to that person that makes them feel like they're getting ready with somebody else they're being they're feeling and that's something that i used to do when i before i had a podcast one of my clients allison lane um she is a dc local Uh, she had a podcast gtfo um, and she did it from the line hotel and she was my client as a, a personal training client for a while and she, I would listen to her podcast, and it would bring me this feeling of like of our sessions, but like in more of a one on one kind of scope. And I just like lived for her, her like getting grabbing the mic and like just talking into it. And um, so that's what. So I think that that's what our podcast does. It, people say that it has no plot. We agree, but I will always say that it. Will, it the purpose of our podcast is to make the people that don't, are working. We have consultants that live that listen to our podcast that are of color that work in these white spaces that listen to our podcast because the, the, they want to hear us around them at work. It's to feel like people have other people like them um, when they don't feel like they're actually being surrounded by them.
0: And it's honestly like connecting with a friend you never met before in your real life right like I I listen to certain podcasts every single week, because it brings a comfort to me I listen to a mix of things from messy down to informative because that's kind of the span of my personality. Uh, (laughs) But I really do think that, even though you said to backtrack that your show has no plot remember there was another show that had no plot that's still iconic to this day called Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, little, yeah.
0: <laughs> And it's yeah. still one of the greatest um, comedy shows of all time. So there's mm-hmm. always a method to the madness, Rafi.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100. That's what, that's what we always say. Like there is like, that's the purpose. It's just, we're here just to have a good time. Purpose, purposeless fun is like my goal, honestly, every day. is just like having fun for no reason. I don't, I don't lean towards seriousness too much. Uh, what I do is not great. Um, so I try to take the world again by stride. I always like to, you know, I know when to be professional, but serious is a different word sometimes to me. Um, those are two things that I'd like to you know, separate.
0: And, and getting a little bit more serious. Now we have to talk about the importance of protecting our work because creatives, we struggle with this a lot. We live a lot in our head. We just want to create. We don't think about the business, right? Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to that, in this space, it's sometimes difficult to do that because it's easy to copy concepts or use content without giving recognition to the creator. What advice would you give to someone who is either interested in this space, whether it's podcasting or even content creating? Like, what is some of your advice?
1: Protect their work as in from being like copied or from being imitated.
0: From being copied, imitated, <laughs> copy without taste is what we call it in the market. <laughs> copy
1: because without taste. Happy.
0: like. It's, uh, it's
1: tacky okay yeah okay tiktok is that i want you all to know tiktok is that tiktok is very tacky people just like will just like copy the same uh some people one person did that uh, uh with me but like i said i don't take that too seriously because like i said i make content about my experiences living in dc i i also live i also came from new york so like i can i can realize that i'm not from dc um but i know that my experiences that gentrified me out of New York are being relived <laughs> over here and so now I, I you know what I'm saying so I always approach the lens of that so like I always feel like if you are making jokes then make it funny or reinvent the wheel or if or if you're just having fun having have fun but if you're literally just like copying and pasting then again th- then maybe you just don't need a platform then you just, there's something else you need to hunt um th- a lot of people think that they love it that they want attention that they need these validations through likes and things but it's not easy let me tell you it's not easy and I'm not even saying like it, it it's easier than having a nine to five that you hate 100 percent it's easier than that but I will say there are levels of like especially in my scope as a micro creator I just feel like there is no protection I mean I'm still very like living my day life and then going out and having people like recognize me or know more about me than I know about them. You know what I'm saying? You, don't, you never, you kind of have to think about those kinds of things. Um, so I always tell people just live, just if you're, if you're creating content, create it, have fun with it. If, if you see that there's a purpose and it feels natural, then continue doing it. doesn't matter if no one's listening to it. Use it as a diary, listen to your episodes. Our first episodes don't listen to us like they, they're now. Um, and it, it works as great media training. But if you're not, if you're just using it like like I like you said, replicating something that you've seen over and over and over again, like there's a difference between a trend or and copying. Um, then there's no point. Then you're just like, like I said, you don't need this. This is not your path. Your path probably is something else. Like drawing, you're great at like copying, you know, sketch.
0: Um yeah, you're great at copying. That's why you're not original. But yeah, I just <laughs> to kind of get back to your point. You're absolutely right. Like when it comes to creating content, I say this to other marketers all the time. I do my own thing when it comes Mm -hmm. to creating content. And it's literally, Rafi, stuff that lives in my head. Whereas when I try to do the whole trending sound thing, that content never did well because it didn't come across as authentic to me. And when it comes for me protecting my work, I honestly have certain visuals that people know are associated with my style, like when it comes to my personal Reels or TikTok content, there's a certain setting visually for my TikTok videos. When it comes to Pink Dollhouse content, there's a certain look and feel to everything. So I know if you try to snatch my stuff and didn't give me credit, I will slide in your comments like, hey, that <laughs> mention me. This is my stuff. I will report your stuff. Don't play with me. I'm not for play play. So... <laughs>
1: See, I, 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 I never did that. I, I, I just, I, I guess, I don't ever
0: want. I'm, to a, like cancer, get, I'm, I'm yes. a cancer. I'm Patty. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, cancer.
1: That's what the cancer. That is the cancer. That is fully the cancer coming up because I <laughs> want to. I tell you, I want to so bad. <laughs> I trust me, I'm that person. But then when I do it, then I never have that energy to keep it up. You know what I'm saying? So I just like, it's I. I always like let them have it, and then like just know that. Imitation is the best for flattery. Period. Now, if they're making money off it, that's a different story. I, that's on. That's something that else I I think that's very annoying. Is that like a, a lot of you know white people? will <laughs> just do safe
0: space. You can say it out yeah, loud. Well, it's fine. very you don't
1: um, have to the to, to the white people in the back. <laughs> you're having it a lot easier than some of us out here. Um, but I will say that that's a true reality too. That like you have to like come like fight those kinds of realities too, that when you're in the platform space, that people will, they they steal from black content creators all the time, and then they just re- replace it and get, so I mean, like that's how people, that's how Gen Z created this notion that they are, you know, uh, woke. No, they're not, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's be clear, they're not. They just, they just heard about woke. Yes. Through black people and then that they, they and they saw what trended through black people yes. and so i think that's ultimately that's something that we also have to remember is that imitation is just like that that's also the culture almost at this point and now it's like there's no new ideas which is why i think people like us are having platforms and like being able to like succeed off these platforms is because it's been so repackaged and reformulated and now you know people are getting the opportunity to have access to something something relatable and something that actually means something to them you know what i'm saying
0: and i totally agree with you that's why like again i don't even have a schedule for myself anymore like a content schedule i'm a bad marketer when it comes to that but honestly when it's your talent you don't need to schedule out your talent you just do it yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. you just feel that out feel yeah. it out yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: i love this i love this affirmation bonding thing that we have going on right now <laughs>
0: But you know thinking about it even more like there are shows like the read which i listen to on a regular basis it's one of my outside of your podcast one of my other favorite messy podcasts. <laughs> um, they've managed to build like sponsorship dollars for major companies and ed- other things like that have you guys started exploring this option as well i know you're starting to host more events and people facing um things you're doing in the city but have you started entering this revenue stream um,
1: we have some revenu- revenue coming along as, like, as I've, I've had some packages going on with, like, making videos for, for uh, accounts here in D- local D.C. Um, I've also had other opportunities to work with, like, Citizen M and be an ambassador for them and continue some, hopefully, contracts in the future. Um, but, like, um, I've had opportunities that way as far as sponsorship for the podcast. Our numbers have grown in the past year and that has been fabulous now we're just trying to figure out how do we get the eyes on us um like how do we like you know i'm saying we have numbers that i feel like are very competitive in the local scope but we also have to deal with the fact that we are in the local scope and our people who sponsors people in the local scope um so at this point we would just love to be picked up by uh by, by at least right now we have something going on with citizen m where we'll be recording out of citizen citizen m but we would love to have like the line hotel or someone um that actually has a podcast studio that has like like you know content the work that so we can actually produce through and have a little bit of a push to help us get there um that would be definitely the goal for us is th- those avenues right now sponsorships are definitely there 100 but then also i just we have not had those opportunities yet
0: But you know what, we're gonna speak into existence that you will have these opportunities. And just a quick uh, marketing tip, Rafi, I would start taking um, different media pieces that you have from your content. If you haven't done this already, your content and your podcast and putting together like a top five scope and developing a media kit behind that. Um so that way you can easily send something out to those who are interested in sponsorship or those you want to reach out to so they can just see up front your impact in numbers and the content.
1: Yeah, we have a we have a presentation but we w- we don't have anything that's digital or something audible or like something that again has, we have like a presentation that's like our numbers our stats what we do what we're about. We don't have anything that has like oh this is how we sound we have you know what i'm saying this is what these are this is that this is the episode that did the best and this is what we talked about again those are the opportunities that i would love to like this is why we this is why i love working with other cur- creators and curators in dc because i get to learn and how to like make these avenues happen because like i said i've been a personal trainer for 12 years now And while it was a great time, um, it didn't offer me a lot of skills in the scope of, you know, media marketing. I went to school for media training and film, and even that training was questionable. Let's be clear. (laughs) Everything was still self-taught because even that avenue, as we know, is very white and white-focused. So...
0: Well, I mean, we're going to, again, keep our fingers crossed because I know yes. great opportunities are going to come your way, especially when you stay authentic and true to your craft. It just comes. I mean, look at Issa Rae, right? That's that's example Huge number non grata. Yes, uh, Quinta Brunson is yes. another one. Love Quinta. Do you watch Abbott?
1: Yes, I, I two episodes behind this season. But yes, oh, okay. I, I love Abbott. You. I won't
0: ruin it for you. No, I, love
1: I, I, I just, I watched the first two episodes. No, maybe first three episodes. No, How, is it four episodes in already?
0: I think we're four episodes in on the new two. season.
1: I'm on two. We yeah, have two episodes. I'm
0: okay, two episodes. I love Abbott Elementary. I love think Abbott. On, like, think about Quinta. She started out from creating content to being on BuzzFeed to the oh, he got money, and now she has a Emmy award-winning show. From its first season, she won an Emmy. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my podcast, my, my podcast host, is like she actually has a full-time job. This is like I. This is more of my full-time. Also, like this is something that I've been like pushing for. Um, so I tell her all the time, like, I'm taking the, I I do take the risk of not having a full, full full-time job. I still, uh, you know, have health insurance.
0: Thinking about the other things that you guys are working on, I know you have your amazing Halloween party coming next week, which I have to actually order my costume. Can I give you you a hint when I'm going to (laughs) be?
1: Okay. uh, Yes, I was about to say, I can't hear what it is because I want to be surprised.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'll just say it's a very popular teen movie.
1: Um... Okay. <laughs> it could be anything. A little, a little, a little bit more. Uh, okay. Um,
0: there's a, there's a day of the week that you have to wear this color.
1: Oh okay. God. Perfect, perfect. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm down, I'm down, down. I'm excited. I can already, I'm, I'm here for what I'm here for whatever it is.
0: Yay. And if, it's,
1: and if, and if you're too gay to function, I'm going to scream at the plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine you're like okay oh I'm gonna be so for me girls watch us I came as David I was Oh my god I I,
0: I've been practicing my I, I love your bracelets
1: yeah. really
0: pretty I've been practicing that for weeks I lie to you now I mean, so.
1: do we have to practice it though we're all at we this don't. point we don't
0: at this point we
1: we do we and like, that we've and we've all done that out and about. We all literally have done that. Like <laughs> literally. We have. That, we have. Oh my that God, work.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesdays we were pink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love that movie so much. But talk about a little bit more about your Halloween part that's coming up next week. I know Danny, mm-hmm. I think she's one of the co-hosts for the event. i'm go ahead, do your thing, Rafi. Tell the people, tell the people.
1: Um, the gag, uh, our gag Halloween party is going to be October 29th from 9 30 to 12 30. So it's a good little sandwich party, um, for that after party. Uh, we, it's DJ Gaston is going to be on the beats and then New new Paris will be curing the drag show. We have VV Majesty and Jodie Sanchez, a drag king and drag queen local to DC. And, um, we also have Danny judging our costume contest. And I love Danny. First of all, Blonde in the District, love her to death. Another amazing creator and curator here in dc (laughs)
0: yes
1: much love to danny and um it's basically just an extension of our podcast like i said we try to make you feel like you're a party and getting ready for whatever you're getting doing that night and so you're actually getting to experience what it's like to go out with us at night we actually have a great time our pride party was a huge success and it's pretty much a space where um, if you look at the videos that we have our social medias uh, we have those pinned um, it's just a space where we have all kinds of music, we don't have the same kind of music that you're going to hear in, um, in these, um, in these bars, especially it's a queer focus space so especially in the queer spaces it's very white dominant. So it's very just not even just white dominant white cis male dominant. So it's very just refreshing to come to a space where you don't have to like dance around people judging you, you know what I'm saying. So, it's definitely that kind of vibe. So, make sure you get your tickets on Eventbrite, which are going to be linked in the bio of White Door Podcast on IG and TikTok.
0: Rafi, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to be mad at me because this costume is not as fabulous as the actual costume I'm wearing next week for a work event.
1: Oh, my. Wait, why? <laughs> wait, how are you going to say that?
0: <laughs> I, I have to because I don't want you to see it on the social and be like this, bitch. <laughs> not oh, but, this and oh, I get this costume instead. Like,
1: no, I'm sure you're gonna look great regardless. But you can't uh, be wearing. Oh, you're not a wearing. You have to do two different looks. the One
0: I'm wearing for work, Rafi. Got I you. tell you right now. Woo!
1: I can't wait. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I can't. Wait. A, oh, they're gonna gag. I'm ready to like. They're I'll
1: be, be liking. They're gonna literally gag. <laughs> they're
0: gonna gag over this one. Like they're gonna gag. I love. I love playing like costume characters for halloween but anyway anyway anything else you want to share like any other causes that you're supporting or wait don't do it the podcast you and nunu are supporting together like what other advocacy work are you planning on working on or mm-hmm. are you doing right now
1: um well i just want to shout out again my co-host nunu paris who i do the podcast with and we're the curators of wait, Don't do productions who is behind what we do so we do um we're trying to create a whole wider scope of production uh right now the podcast is our main goal um, but you can follow us at Wait Don't Do a Podcast on TikTok and IG. And you can follow new Paris at New Paris at Y'all. She's an amazing makeup artist and drag queen here in the district. Um, and yeah, and just party with us at the gang party. And I'm sure we're going to have more events coming like coming up very soon. I'm also going to be hosting happy hour cycle rides or brunch happy rides or brunch uh, themed happy, uh, cycle rides here in Here in DC at Mint Gym. I'm an indoor cycle instructor and I'm trying to bring a party energy to a fitness scope. Uh so just just so we just don't think about calories or what we're burning off the day of the workout. We're just having fun. Um, so check out check that out on my social media coming very soon.
0: Very nice. Look at you booked and busy, not bored and broke. I well, broke maybe. (laughs) Broke is financially responsible, yeah, responsible yeah. bro okay
1: uh, no i will say i'm a fight i'm definitely financially driven <laughs> i believe in myself i spend like i believe in myself let's be clear <laughs> i was like i'll make that back. I, I always say i'll make that back <laughs> every time i make a purchase is too big I'm like, i'll make that back
0: <laughs> oh my and gosh that-, that was me at Ulta to yesterday i went in there to exchange something i don't know what happened between the exchange and the register <laughs> But I, I don't know, and I needed everything. I did. I was like, I just you walked dollars. out with like
1: three hundred dollars.
0: Close to it, and then the way I justified it, Rafi, I said, "Well, I am supporting Black-owned businesses in my purchases." So
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that drives you. I will buy like, um, like, um, I bought like shirts from like drag performers and stuff like that um, at a party, and they were quite expensive. But I'm like, I'm supporting local drag. Period. <laughs>
0: so it's like I'm giving my money back to the community.
1: And that's good, Carbo. That comes back to bite you in, the, in a good way. I will.
0: I got this free gift with purchase from Julia.
1: <laughs> so obviously, it was worth I was the price.
0: This little lip gloss. I said, "Oh, free with purchase. That makes it worth it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just my car, note.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't need more beauty products, but I'll take them. So- <laughs> oh my gosh rafi you are so much fun but before we get done quick fire questions for you yeah is
1: that cool yes i'm excited about this
0: yeah and like i mentioned i switched it up my normal questions involve like you know the type of coffee superhero blah 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 but i was like you know what get messy messy
1: messy edition yeah 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 okay
0: all right so this game that we're going to play is a little game that i made up off the top of my head you can laugh at me. It's called iced or hot coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And for the quick fire questions, you have to decide if this person or topic should be put on ice, as in they need to chill out, or <sighs> if they're hot right now.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Great. Okay. First one Love up. This. Chloe Bailey.
1: Um, hot. Um, I liked "Treat Me Like You Treat Me." I liked. Like a chin- <laughs> I I I I it hit. I just think that something is there's there's not a. I, there's a machine back her. I just don't think that something's clicking. But I don't think it's her fault. I think it's just like it's too fast of a, a scope. You have to really keep firing, firing hits. It's unfortunately media is that kind of way right now. So it, I think that's the limitation.
0: It's a little something missing. It's not the same yeah. kind of artistry we got back in the days of Queen Bee Destiny Child, TLC, mm-hmm. all of them that they were um, mentored up to be superstars. People are expected now to be big on social media, then become superstars. If that makes mm-hmm.
1: sense. No, you gotta be. You, you gotta have very much, a lot of it both almost at the same time now.
0: Yes, and so that's very I, hard. That's very
1: hard. hard yeah. I, so am not discounting anything. I'm not discounting her But no. so I'm saying hot. I'm saying hot right now. Oh no, she's so hot for me. Hot. She's yeah, hot, yeah.
0: she's still a baby. She'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. She'll figure it. Okay. Next up, Tia Mori.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, hot, hot, period. I love Tia Barrett, right? Hot, yes. yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, we all love her like dragging Tamara, but I just think Tia is just a fun, Just <laughs> I just think Tia's always like, I always joke that I am, but I am Tamara in the in the scope of the show. Like Nunu is Tia; she's always like the more like responsible one, and da da da. But I always loved Tia on the show. Like Tia was always like the person that I was like, oh, I need to be more responsible. So she was like always like the older sister. My sister was more responsible than I was. So I think that's where. So Tia, ha.
0: Okay, all right. So we have the new season of Real Housewives of Potomac that just premiered last week. Yeah. So, Real Housewives of Potomac, Iced or hot? Hot. Hot. Really? Hot.
1: OK, hot. go
0: ahead. I think hey, it's I hot. I ice think ice ice. hot. I think it's hot.
1: I think that it, I, I love watching the four longest running Housewives ever grace the screen. Just like, actually like, just like chill for a while, and just like, actually like vibe, and see actually the, how their chemistry does follow through. I do think some of the storylines are like, OK, we're we're literally going to watch. Wendy get scammed <laughs> by by Peter. We're watching that in real time. We're watching that in real time. So it's not like actively when you're watching the show, you don't know what's going on. But then when you watch Twitter, it's a great Twitter season. It's gonna be a great Twitter season.
0: Oh my god! I have never heard it called that. It is gonna be a great Twitter season. It's a
1: great Twitter season because you're like the storylines are. You're going to Peter who they're gaslighting you. They're like oh he's a mogul like if bar one wasn't like a flop the first time and it's still getting bad reviews in baltimore as we speak like i it's but it's so funny so that's why it's like you need twitter to be like no 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 this isn't this is crazy this is actually crazy this is why it's crazy this is why it's good and then i also love i mean is this is this what cancer no cancer looks like i think Giselle's clocking in this season fully and i'm here for that so i will say it's gonna be a hot (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, I I can't speak on any of the fashions because I think that, you know, to each his own.
0: Uh, we've we had seven seasons still.
1: Still. <laughs> nah, I, but, you know, she's building the house that looks like three different houses. She's you actually, the I Pop-Tart think.
0: Pop-Tart house? She's building the Pop-Tart house, yes. She's onto something though. I think she's gonna Is just she? make
1: those. She's gonna be those are gonna be separate homes She's gonna like one day like remodelize that Bobby, And she's like
0: Bobby, how do you buy land in Potomac, but you're giving Bob's discount furniture on the inside? I don't Bethesda.
1: Understand. But it's first of all, it's Bethesda. To be clear, it's Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda. She, it's I'm Bethesda. sorry, Bethesda.
0: <laughs> it's still giving Bob's discount furniture. But, no, jewelry. did you see
1: the, but you have to get on the Twitter because did you see the, the thing where it was like oh um it, it played the it, it played the uh, the theme song of Bad Girls Club under oh, her I giving Bad her Girls home Club. her it was it was it was Giselle giving her home tour and it was giving the Bad Girls theme song underneath because that is the decor it's like that purple wall it's like really crazy and toxic.
0: it's very it's, it's very I ain't getting no sleep because of y'all yeah
1: very <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I like that. okay, yeah, what else is hot? I like, okay, because I want I I, I an ice. I want to get somewhere an ice.
0: Okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm going to throw this one in there because I'm just being messy and I want to hear your opinion. Kanye. uh,
1: uh <laughs> um,
0: At this point,
1: ice, ice. I'm just going to put it on my, I don't think, Okay, first of all, I don't, I still think that, like I said, if I listen to, if I'm playing my music and then a song from Kanye that still resonates, plays, I'm not going to be like, Ugh. I'm not going to be that extra. I'm not that extra.
0: It makes me sad, though. It, it, makes it me does. Sad. It's
1: like, it's, it's ultimately, it's just very sad because it just shows you the crazy, uh, not the, I am mean, that's ableist, but <laughs> the, how like, you know, just um, how money and power can really make you feel very kind of delusioned in what the reality of the scope is and how you're like, like hurting other people. And you may think that you are, I, I totally I'm not delusional to think that I have an ego. So I have an ego, but you have to also be aware of like how your ego eventually starts hurting people. And I think that kind of inner dialogue is not happening. Um, but he may think that he's what super dialogue? genius.
0: He's only dialoguing with himself at this point. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know who he's talking to.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I work. I, that is a good one. That's us let's put to me, I'm, I'm gonna put his personality on ice. The okay. personality is on ice, done, everything. Like okay. I'm not buying the clothes.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Rent in the DMV.
1: That's on. I wish that would be on ice. I wish it would put that on ice. I wish that would be put on ice. Uh, <laughs> I wish that would be on ice. I wish it would stop. It's not.
0: It's ridiculous at this point. Like.
1: Is oh. DC, is DC, is DC worth this much money no. that people are paying? No. However, I, I will say I'm not moving nowhere. <laughs> I was, unfortunately, I'm, I'm staying put. I know what it's like in the, in New York right now. New York, I saw an, an apartment in New York for $8.90. No bathroom in the unit. You had to do a, 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 a bathroom at. Could you imagine? What? how bathroom What is that? What, and that's like, and that's, and you're living in the East Village. Imagine being invited to someone's apartment in the East Village, being like, "Oh, I'm to go to the East Village. Ooh, let's see the apartment." And then they don't have a bathroom. Again, I'm not a person that judges people out their place, but if your bathroom is not in the scope of the of the of the square footage that you're paying for, then I am not coming over. No. I can't do that. That bathroom no. is set on by six other people from New York.
0: No, no, that's ridiculous. Like I remember when I was looking for my apartment. And I started looking at the rent when I moved from my first apartment. Now let's be clear. My first apartment, we all started from the bottom now. We're here, you know, yes. it was it was an apartment. That's all we're gonna call it. It was just an apartment. <laughs> and when I was like, you know what? I'm making I'm doing better now. I'm gonna get a nicer apartment. And I started looking at these rent. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want a house. I just want a one bedroom. And I'm like, Yeah, so it starts at twenty six hundred. I a dollars for 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 this? This is not worth twenty six hundred dollars. Just to have a um, what's it called? A, uh, a uh, uh, a pet park at the bottom or whatever. I said I don't but, have a dog, so cut out four hundred dollars for
1: that. I mean, I was that I live in a place that is worth that is worth nine hundred dollars, but I definitely only pay eleven hundred right now. So I get, and I I and it's in Logan Circle. I live in Logan Circle, so I'm about to Ooh, walk to the plant. I'm about to walk to the plants right now, so I, I I can't complain. I do think that. You have to shop around. You have to be patient in the, in the system. And you also can't come in here, like really like just like, if you could if you live by yourself. Some people live with like six people, pay the same amount of my, money, but they just want to say they live in a real house. You got to lose the opportunity. Okay, but I, I can't speak for anybody else. You just got to- No, you're
0: speaking truth because yeah. after college, after I lived with eight or nine different women in one house, I said, I yeah. will not have a roommate. No, I'm living by myself. I can't do it. I'm tired mm. of y'all. Okay, yeah. last one, Rafi. Hot or iced, Rihanna?
1: Um, hot. I cannot wait to see Fenty Sportswear. I'm really here for Fenty. I have Fenty in my closet right now. Uh, the underwear is very sexy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that she, I'm excited to see her Super Bowl performance too.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me for coffee. I cannot wait to see you again in real life next week. No, no, not next week. Lord have mercy.
1: Two well, weeks dang. from now.
0: Two weeks like from
1: now. Two, two, Fifteen days.
0: <laughs> That's that DMV living. Like After a while, <laughs> we're like, where, where am I? Where am, where, am yeah, I? After
1: literally that, hours that, away. Yeah. Literally.
0: Literally. But I cannot wait to see you very soon, all dressed up in your Halloween costume. And thank you so much for joining me.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Avon. I had so much fun.
0: You're welcome. I'll chat with you soon. Bye. Rafi was so much fun to have as a guest on the show today. And to be honest, y'all, I don't get a chance to be you know, as uh, unfiltered (laughs) on my own show. Certain guests really bring that out of me and Rafi was definitely one of them. I even got a chance to be a little messy. Am I the drama? I think I'm the drama. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me for coffee today. I really appreciate your time, whether you're listening in the car, working out, or the way home from work sitting in that awful DMV traffic. Just to let you know, we might not have a new episode next week because, again, I will be out of the country. But do not worry, I will be back with, hopefully, a lot of great stories. If you want to follow along on my international journey, make sure you check out my personal IG. You can find that on my business page right in the bio information and get a chance to see how I travel through my eyes. That being said, thank you again for your time and I'll chat with you soon. Okay, bye. Coffee with Yvonne is produced and edited by Yvonne Pearson. Coffee with Yvonne is created by Pink Dollhouse Marketing. You can catch the latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.